morning. I am Frank Johnson. I'm with my co-host, Abraham Lawrence. Say hi. Good morning, everyone. You have found our take, where we just going to share with you our take. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about uh, being obedient. And uh, I think that's probably the most important thing that we can do as Christians is just be obedient. So uh, Abraham had a little bit more that he wanted to talk to us about that. Tell me what you got, Abe. Well, before you get into that, I was just impressed by that introduction music that you had playing. Yeah, there. man, that's pretty cool. That yeah. is you. Wow. That is Mr. Wow. Abraham Lawrence on the drums, by the way. And that is Pastor Frank Johnson on the guitar. So yeah, that's... and we just did it in our little sanctuary, our little hall, uh, with one microphone, <laughs> as you yeah, can tell. You know. And uh, we just had fun. And by the way, just to give credit where credit's due, that's uh, Steve Fee? Yes, Steve Fee. Stephen Fee. And uh, that is God is Alive. Uh, so check it out. It's a great song. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, just to uh, touch base on what we were talking about uh, last time is, I think just from uh, experience and reading that that is one of our major hangups as Christians is the obedience part because yeah. I feel like sometimes we think that we have a better answer or, or better way to do things. Mm. But what does it say in Isaiah? What does it say in Isaiah? Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 oh, says, that's a good one. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Neither are your ways my ways, Mm-mm. saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yes. That pretty much sums it up. Because how many times have you been faced with situations, and before you even pray about it, you just think you have the best answer? Amen. Well, we all do. I mean, yeah. that's why I was saying the other day about how smart I am. And, and all I generally do is just prove how smart God is, as I'm not that smart. Yeah, and um, it's just, you know, you think about Moses before he came Moses, because he heard people saying, and he thought that he was the deliverer at that time, not knowing that he had a journey ahead of him, and he took things into his own hands, and how did that work out? Uh, not too well. Not too well. Just like everybody in the Bible that did that. Back to the Abraham story where he took Lot and he wasn't supposed to take his relatives. How did that work out? Well, probably not so bad for Abraham, but it worked out pretty bad for Lot. Oh, it worked out terribly for Lot. Yeah. He lost his wife. Uh, He lived in a horrible community and he knew it and they persecuted him. Uh, You know, that's that's a story that people, you don't get it from Genesis. You got to read it in the New Testament. You finally get over there. Uh, is it in Hebrews 11 yeah. in the faith chapter? Yes. Yeah, where it talks about Lot. It talks about, uh, you know, that he was a righteous man. And it's hard for us to even understand that, especially when the dude is trying to give up his daughters to have sex with the men of the city in order to uh, for them not to have sex with the angels. that had yeah. come. I mean, uh, some of that is just so out there for us. But uh, it's just a different world back then. But God says it uh, in Hebrews 11, he was a righteous man. So he had to be really persecuted in that city. So that oh, was yeah. horrible. Then when he leaves Sodom and Gomorrah and loses his wife, then he ends up in a cave with his two daughters, drunk, uh, sleeping with his daughters, having babies with them. So that's just uh, that, that's uh, out there, isn't it? 
Oh, and it's just, you know. All because he went with Abraham. Yep. Probably none of that happens if he stays in Ur. Oh, absolutely none of that happens. And it just goes back to what we were talking about, you know, just being obedient, you know, listening, clear direction. But we just have this, especially in 2022, we think we have the answers to everything. Mm -hmm. We don't have to consult with anybody because you know what? That's what the world says. Yeah. Be your own boss. Yep. You know, you know, we can go to Walmart right now and look at 50 different self-help books and give me some titles that you see when you go in there. Yeah. How to live your best life now. Yeah. That's written by a Christian man. Oh, I, I mean, a great Christian leader. Yeah. Yeah. Man. There's only one book that can solve all your problems. And we, we spend, <laughs> amen. And we, you know, we spend thousands and sometimes millions of dollars trying to find answers and they're, they're right there. Absolutely. I got a, you know, I'm a big statistic guy. And uh, during the pandemic, the Bible sales went way up. But when the pandemic started to falter off, it became the least, the least sold book again. Mm. And you know, for hundreds of years, since the Bible was in print, it was always the number one seller. Oh, yeah. Every year. I remember back as a kid in the 60s, uh, the Bible was the number one selling book on the uh, New York Times bestseller. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, rem I remember that, too, but I guarantee That's you— That's when you told me this uh, not too long ago, that the Bible's not even in the top I don't even believe it's—if we pulled 30? it up now, it probably wouldn't. It probably uh, that's wouldn't. amazing to me, but not surprising. Oh, yeah, not surprising at all, but considering the way that the world is going now and how we've incorporated so many things of the world into what we do as believers— it's, it's really sad. So back to this obedience thing, man, I tell you, I, I don't even, can't even tell you how many times in my life, uh, I guess we look at it from the opposite end, when I'm disobedient, how many bad things tend to happen in my life when I'm just disobedient, okay? But when I'm obedient, how wonderful do things all work out, even when I think that there's no way that I could do what it is that God wanted me to do. And the perfect example was this past week. Uh, I was telling you guys earlier uh, in the podcast, earlier this week, I was telling you that Hands and Feet, uh, our little church here, has gone through some financial hardships. Yes, I remember that. And uh, listen, I got on my, uh, in my prayer closet and I told the Lord, you know, whatever happens, you're in charge. I understand that. But God, here's what I will do. Now, listen, I did not, I don't have anywhere near the money to actually cure the problems that we were in. But I was going to get paid on Monday, and I told the Lord, I'm going to give uh, X. And, and it was sacrificial giving. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, in fact, I knew I was going to have a little trouble with my wife because, you know, she's not working right now, and uh, we're, we're tight. But I knew that we could get by. We can, we can do this, and, and I want to do this. And so I told the Lord, I'm going to give this. And this isn't the first time in the five years or so that we've been around in the ministry uh, that I've done this to God. And every time, Abraham, every time we get in a little jam and I tell God, well, God, I'm going to give you this. I know it's not even close to what we need, but but I'm going to give you this. Yes. God turns around and just blesses that by like 10 times, kind of like the $5 you gave and the 50 bucks you got back. Mm. That's almost the way it worked in this particular case, because God came through with people I don't even know. That's how he does things. Yeah, people that aren't even a part of the ministry, two people that aren't even members of the church, and God has just brought in uh, the money that we need for this month, next month, maybe even February. I don't know. 
We're in good shape. Amen. And it's just amazing what God does. Because first of all, he knows your heart. He knows your heart. And um, I'm just going to give you um, an example of when being obedient is difficult. Yeah. Give us that example. When um, we were first starting the church and uh, our plan was for us to come together. And I was all about it. We were excited. And as we're praying in your dining room, <clears throat> as we're praying in your dining room, the Holy Spirit spoke to me audibly and said that you have to stay. You don't understand, but you have to stay. Man, there's so much more to that story. I can't wait for you guys to come back next week and hear the rest of that. You that is love amazing. It. That's going to be great stuff. Amen. Until then, have a great weekend. Go to church. Yes. Yes.